0: ladies and gentlemen and welcome to getting it out podcast that was no comply with board meeting it's off of their 2023 debut full-length life sucks go skate it's been out for a couple of months but it might be new to you you know what you just heard there you can call it crossover you can call it punk you can call it hardcore you can call it thrash you can call it all of those things you can call it hardcore punk crossover thrash whatever you call it it rips doesn't it that was just one track that was a minute and 21 seconds and there are plenty more minutes and more seconds on the full length this nine tracks in fact so life sucks ghost skate is available now everywhere on streaming services worldwide i suggest though you go over to the bandcamp pick it up buy that digital album for 5.99 they deserved it they are playing shows all over the place locally a very active band, and I'm happy to see them really going for it. If you like DRI, if you like Minor Threat, if you like classic-sounding hardcore punk and skateboarding too, No Comply is the band for you. If you want more information on them, you can click the link in the show notes. It'll take you to the gettingitout.net band page where you'll find everything you need to know about the three-piece. Or if you're local, catch them at a show probably at the Skid Row Garage in the very near future. They'll appreciate it. I'll appreciate it. You'll appreciate it. Moving on. On this episode of the podcast, we're talking to somebody who you might have heard before, who you might hear right now, in fact. Kick it! What better way to start off the first standard episode of 2024 of Getting It Out podcast than with the standard for how all Getting It Out podcasts begin or sort of begin anyhow. That works, though, because this isn't the first episode of the year. It's actually the fourth. If you aren't aware of that, please go back and listen to my 2023 wrap up. It's a three part series in which I serve up my top 23 releases of last year. It's not humble of me to say it, but I'll say it anyway anyway. They are the best episodes I have ever done. Now it's back to mediocrity. If you're following Getting It Out on social media, you'll likely have noticed the release of several episodes on Patreon over the past few weeks get used to it. That's the new standard. I'm seven years in and I have finally decided to use Patreon to generate a small amount of income. Small because there's only one membership tier and it's a measly $2 a month to join. With that $2, subscribers will have early ad-free access to all interviews before the public release date. The timing will vary depending on whatever I feel like. Right now, available exclusively on the Patreon are interviews with Mike Schliebaum of DC Metalvet's Darkest Hour, Jonathan Anastas of Boston Hardcore Legends' DYS, and Jamie Eubanks of Fast Rising Funeral Grinders' Knoll. Coming soon, like tomorrow soon, there will also be an interview with Digester of Creepsylvanian Death Thrasher's Ghoul. Additional perks will be made available in the near future, and I'm open to your suggestions as well. For only $2, though, that's a deal, baby. Perhaps the deal of a lifetime, depending on your lifeline. Sign up now. Anyway, this episode features an interview with the starting pistol of Getting It Out podcast, the world's best crossover thrash band from New Jersey right now, Hot Zone. You could have heard it last week on the Patreon. But you're here now, and that's okay. I hope you'll enjoy this conversation with vocalist Cannonball as we dig into the band, the iconic E-Town Concrete, and a brief history lesson on Philadelphia's Bummer's Parade. Guitarist Wayne Shredsky pops in once or twice for an anecdote or two as well, specifically to dish on a beef with a lousy critic. There's plenty to talk about. Maybe too much. Speaking of too much, just yesterday I was in Philadelphia on Pass Yonk Avenue to be exact when a truck pulled out in front of me. It featured not one, not two, not three, not four, but five crucifix stickers. One said, one cross, three nails, four given. Bars. There was also a Jesus fish and maybe two eagle stickers, but most prominently and importantly, a nice large set of blue truck nuts. Incredible. I took a picture. My daughter asked why I took a picture. I said, it's just funny. She didn't see the truck nuts. She wouldn't know what they are. I can't believe there are trucks out there still with nuts. Truck nuts haven't been canceled yet. What's going on? Either way, I love that they're on a Jesus truck rolling through Philadelphia right now. One cross, three nails, forgiven. I shouldn't talk anymore. Let's listen to Hot Zone and get to the interview. This is Lightning Machine from their latest EP, Smiles, and then my conversation with Cannonball. I'm a man of
2: I drink too much, I weigh too much, I piss people off. Fuck it! Never felt an ounce of your love! I'm out! After love, so I'm above! Fuck it! Fuck you! I'm out.
0: Cannonball. Yo. You do vocals for hot sun. I do. Hot Zone has been the intro song for Getting It Out podcast for a couple of years now. I don't remember how long it's been. I don't
3: know either. I don't do any of the organization, the organizational <laughs> stuff.
0: Well, that, of course, is when I first heard about you guys. So tell me where the hell did Hot Zone come from?
3: Uh, well, I mean, Hot Zone, you might uh, notice that the the first release sort of coincides with uh, a, what? I don't know, two months into the pandemic. Oh, ignorant. Uh, two yeah, covignorant. Uh two about two months in. Um a bunch of dudes had had some time on their hands, because um, they got sent home from work and um I I actually got furloughed, so uh I had a whole like a, a whole extra lot of time on my hands. Mm-hmm. And uh we were all we were all decent enough at uh you know downloading audacity and getting usb microphones to to put together put together some songs
0: that's awesome because that's exactly well not the same time i did it a couple years earlier but i used the exact same equipment to start this podcast since then i've upgraded you know but that was it uh up until like, like almost a year a little more than a year ago i was using audacity and a shitty usb microphone and it worked perfectly fine
3: yep yeah, no, I mean it's well it it helps that Shredsky the get the guitar player. He's uh um he does some of this stuff for a living. So he's got all he's got the whole setup um just at his house, like it was ready to rip. So he was, you know, he he, he could produce it and and uh, engineer it and and do all that stuff. We just had to send him, you know, we just had to send them files.
0: Well, all of my communication so far up until now, or until the last couple of days, I guess, has been through the hot zone email. Yeah. And I like I like I kind of hinted at earlier. I don't even typically know who I'm talking to. I just I start my emails with Mr. Zone.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, well that's I mean he's so he's the one that you're you're uh that you're corresponding with through the email. Um so Mr. Zone is probably the best way to address him. <laughs> he's nice, he's nice. That, yeah, is you know me and me and the other the other guys uh wouldn't have anything to show for ourselves if it wasn't for him, you know, putting it all together and making it happen. And sometimes, you know, the turnover is like a couple hours, you know, it's not, he's, he's, he, he, he doesn't mess around.
0: Yeah. It's funny. Uh, recently I, well, you know about the other song that I, that I told that I asked you guys to do. And, uh, he uh, he was like, "Sorry, it's taking so long." I'm like, "Dude, it's been fucking. It's been like a week. Like, I asked you to make an original song for something, and you know, it's been a week. It's cool. Like, it,
3: it could take months. It's it's fine." Yeah, no, he well, that's he doesn't fucking play. You know, he's yeah. like he's like we're like it's gonna be done and it's gonna be done fast. You know, um, that that's kind of the whole thing, and um, you know, and that especially that first year when everybody was inside, you know, we were just like ripping through songs. I think we wrote like you know 17 or 18 songs wrote recorded and like released 17 or 18 songs or something like that. So um you know that's 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 his style. He's he's a he's a quick turnover.
0: Well, I like it. It's very it's 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 very productive. Prolific is the word that we should yeah, use. Prolific I,
3: I, I'll take that. That's that's a that's I no one's ever told me I was prolific, but I'll take it. Um but yeah well, you like, mentioned like, said, like
0: other guys how many other guys is there who's in the, who's in the band
3: well, so the so the our members is me. Uh Wayne Shredsky is is a guitar player. Papa Woody is the bass player. Um and Johnny Spotswood is not a real person, and he plays the drums. Nice, <laughs> nice, nice. How did how did Spotswood get his name? Um that's not his real name. He's from he's from the area where Spotswood is. Like I don't know if you've ever been to yeah, you've probably been to a show at the um, at the Starland. If you're driving down Route Certainly. 18, you yeah. see the signs for Spotswood, and you just yell out Johnny Spotswood when you drive by that, that exit.
0: That's fair. I get it. I get it. It makes sense. Yep. It makes a lot of sense.
3: <laughs> and there's a-, there's Hello? a very specific-
0: Hello? Hello? <laughs> Hello? I was just making sure you
2: can't hear
3: me. <laughs> I can't hear him.
2: What's up? Dude?
3: Uh, you're all breaking up, dude. All right. Too faint.
1: <laughs> all right. I'm just going to peace out then. All right, bud. It was good to hear your voice. Yeah. So it was nice to barely hear you, but thank <laughs> you for dropping in. That's exactly what he
0: sounds
3: like all the time. <laughs> just a faint in the distance. Yeah. He's, he's a walking audio issue. <laughs> well, uh, we yeah, compliment no, your a, speech. A, yeah. He, see, and he he popped on without us even knowing. He didn't even tell me. Um, yeah. And there's a very specific way. You got to say Johnny spots. You got to say Johnny Spotswood. You got to say it like that.
0: I don't think I'm um,
3: native enough to say it like that. No, it's, 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 I, I, it's not even my accent, but it's, it's how you have to say it. (laughs) Well, so what's that make? Does that make five of you, four of you? I I lost count. Um, I mean, technically, technically four,
0: four and a half. We'll say,
3: yeah, whatever.
0: (laughs) So, so you guys started putting together, uh, these songs and, uh, like you said, quick, quick releases. And from what I saw initially, I think it was, was it just Bandcamp stuff, but you had like a fucking website and everything like right away. So it seems like uh, for something that seems like uh ca- kind of a joke,
3: sometimes uh, you kind of took it a little bit serious too. Right. Um, Yeah. No, I mean, I think, uh, yeah, it was, I mean, it all just kind of got blasted on there all at one time. And we were like, you know, if we're going to do this uh, virtually, right. We're going to do this internet based. We're going to do it internet based, you know, so we had, you know, we, we hopped on with a, you know, and the website's just like, like a splash page, sure. um, you know, with links and stuff like that. But yeah, we, you know, we threw it up on Bandcamp. And then when I could convince the other guys that it made sense to put it on streaming, um, you know, we put it on streaming. And then, you know, we had Instagram, we had a TikTok account for a while. I think, I think he had it up to, I didn't even, I, I don't mess with TikTok. Shredsky was, Shredsky was doing the TikTok. He had it up to like, I don't know, like somewhere, like maybe even around like 5,000 followers or however it works on there. And, uh, I think we got suspended or kicked off once we put our music on streaming because they, they thought they said that we were pirating our own music.
0: Nice. That's the way to do it. By making
3: videos. Um, yeah. Cause you know, cause he's, he has all the audio, so he's just making his own little clips and stuff like that. And, uh, yeah, so we, so we, we definitely, we definitely got ticked, you know, kicked off and also i think fed up with tiktok pretty quick um but yeah you never know you get you get a song to hit on tiktok you know look at uh what's it called super heaven right they got that is, they that, got that, is that why they're big now that well it's why that if you go on their spotify it's that one song, song. i just
0: heard them talking about that on x to grind i think today and i had no idea what they were referring to so i'm gonna look yeah. at that right now
3: yeah no i, I started seeing clips around i was like and you know like like a like a normal um grown-up adult human i see all my tiktok clips on instagram compilations so right. um you know i would every now and then you hear a you hear the super heaven song come on i was just like it's like what the fuck like i was <laughs> if there was if there was a band i was not expecting to hit on tiktok it was them but hey more power to them youngest daughter yeah i yeah. never uh yeah. i don't know i don't i don't know that i know
0: that song wasn't this band daylight yeah, that started out as daylight. Yeah, all right. Yeah, see. uh, All right. Uh, I don't. uh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that TikTok, man. I don't. I can't do TikTok. I can't add any more um, social medias. I don't even do. I can't
3: even. I don't even do Twitter. Like that's too much. Neither do I. That's like Neither sensory overload for me. It's too much. Um, I need a little more control of what's of what's going on, and even you know most stuff you you can't control anything anymore. Anyway, it's just the algorithm and what you know are robot robot overlords are deciding to feed us, but Twitter and TikTok move too fast. That's that's too fast for me, but you know what? If, if super heaven can blow up on it, then it's, it's doing some good in the world.
0: Yeah, man. I don't mind that one bit. I don't mind anybody uh, getting a shot off of whatever bullshit they got to do, especially if it's something as easy, just uh, going viral, uh, which I guess is harder than it looks, but I don't see why hot zone couldn't do it. So um, (laughs) to your point with, to your point with Twitter, I tried to use Twitter just the other day and uh, like I have one for the podcast, but I don't like I just kind of repost stuff from the website. It's just yeah, like a button yeah. I got to hit, you know, and uh, I forget to do that 98 percent of the time anyway. But I went on there and I was like, oh, I need to talk to somebody about this thing, but I don't have any other way to contact him that I know of yet. So I went to send him a message. And yet to like pay to send people
3: messages. Dude, yeah. I don't even know about any of that stuff. Like, yeah. Like, what? I don't even,
0: I didn't think that was normal, maybe that's the Elon Musk thing. I have no idea, but yeah, uh, I'm pretty, I was I'm like, all right, well, I'll sure. continue to not use this.
3: Yeah. I, I feel like all, you know, definitely all the shitty changes on tick or on Twitter for the last like year or whatever are because of Elon Musk. Like, so any, anything that's more inconvenient or costs money has got to be that, that guy's fault.
0: That's kind of cool, actually. I I like that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just, just like rolling in somewhere and just fucking it up slowly for everybody who's enjoyed it for years. It's, yeah. I, I mean
3: sometimes. I fucking hate I I'm an Elon Musk hater, like like through and through. But uh, you know, and, and if anything, I would have ran up in there and fucked it up real quick. You know, <laughs> like that's like we would have we would have had it we would have had a bankruptcy in within the within the first month. So um, you know, he, he just wants everybody to feel the same misery.
0: That's good. That's good. Yeah. I, I, I get it in that
3: way. Are there any Elon Musk
0: hot zone songs?
3: Um, I don't think, I don't think there's anything specific. I mean, I can't even remember all the lyrics cause some, you know, a lot of them are one hitter quitters, but, um, it's, I mean, you know, there's, there's some like anti-capitalist songs and, uh, you know, sort of just like anti rich motherfuckers holding, holding shit over people's head songs. And, you know, you can lump him in with that for sure. Yeah, That applies. Yeah. 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 <laughs>
0: Well, tell me about then, like when you guys got to, you told me how, how it all came together or why it all came together. Uh, tell me about the direction, the style that you wanted to do with hot zone. Cause it clearly like this, you know, humorous style and a certain sound that you were going for. Why this direction were you guys already doing stuff like this? How did this get decided on? Um,
3: I mean, we've all, we've all been playing music, um, with each other and indep- independently in other bands like things like that for a long time. Um, the other, you know, the other guys have known each other since high school. I came around, um, probably like, I mean, it's kind of crazy. I've known them for 16, 17 years at this point. Yeah. So I mean, I've, I've known them, I've known them for, you know, for a long time, but not as long as they've known each other. I know they played in some bands when uh, they were younger and then we had a kind of like a, um, like a like a death core band, I guess you could call it, uh you know, while we were all in college and a little bit after um and then you know we we sort of separated geographically um and then you know this this happened, and you know uh he hit us up and was like yo i got I got some I got some tracks let's 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 do a song like let's do a let's do a virtual band I was like, all right, and um, this is definitely not in the vein of the <laughs> the death core direction that we were going before um <laughs> And it's definitely, you know, it started out as just straight up kind of like municipal waste um, and uh, like body count, uh, suicidal tendencies, ripoffs. Right. Yeah. Um, and that was, that was probably the whole first record. And uh, you know, and then like, I kind of can't help but write lyrics about or in the style of E-Town Concrete at this point in my life, because that's <laughs> like, you know, the only thing I care about, but, uh, you know, so that, so that just kind of happened. And then, um, I don't know, like that that was the first record or the first EP or whatever. Um, it was really just supposed to be sort of that like straight ahead thrash. And then there's even one kind of like slow song, like, a. You know, uh, like Suicidal Tendencies style, like slow, slow metal song or Metallica, even like old Metallica metal song um, on that first record. Uh, But from there, we, you know, we figured if we were going to do it, we'll just do a little bit of everything. And, and I, I, I'm right there with you. I don't know if it's a joke or it's serious. You know, um, I think we, we try to make some jokes. We try to, I, I definitely try to be funny, um, in, in the lyrics. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't, I don't know. <laughs> so I think some of my jokes might go over people's heads. So a lot of them go under their feet, but yeah, we definitely, we definitely just try to have fun with it. And, um, you know, we always like. In the first band that we had together, we always said that, you know, we, we try to play music like it's a sport, right? Like as fast as hard as we can. And, you know, leave it out, leave it all out there on the field. So um, I think that that still kind of that still kind of applies too.
0: Yeah, man, I get it. I get it. And uh, like I said, I I interpret the music as humorous. But I understand what you're saying. That, uh, it's not necessarily it doesn't have to be a joke. It is funny, though.
2: <laughs>
3: oh, well i appreciate that <laughs> if, if you think one of one of the jokes that i've put in any of these records it's yeah, he said it is a joke um in the chat um yeah it's i mean it's it's a joke but it's i mean you know like we're, we're not just fucking around like it's not like you know like we put some time into it we put some production into it obviously i put some you know i try to put some thought in the words like it's not just gibberish or whatever um i mean we're not we're not anal cunt or, you know, a band like that, where it's just kind of like, like ridiculous and trying to be right. offensive or anything like that. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's, you know, like weird out, like, you know, as you think of somebody like weird out, like his music's like really tight, like technically. And like, you know, they, they sound like they know what they're doing and, you know, his lyrics are, are crafted around themes and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, it's just, it's supposed to be silly and it's supposed to be a joke. So I think, you know, I love Weird Al. If I was ever, if I ever had to go to AA or NA, Weird Al would be my higher power. So, you know, (laughs) we'll stick, we'll stick with that with trying, trying to, trying to follow in his footsteps.
0: Well, you know, what would be funny is if somebody didn't get that Weird Al was a joke and there seems to be somebody out there that doesn't get that uh, a lot of Hot Zone is meant to be a joke. Uh, Putrid Abomination, your favorite reviewer on Metal Archives
3: the only reviewer that matters on metal archives, which I like is also, this, also I like a website that I didn't know existed. I didn't know oh, that that website existed until I got forwarded to, uh, a screenshot of that review. It's
0: actually quite a handy website. I use it. I use it quite
3: often, but
0: uh, I love that you have a beef with a reviewer. Where? How did you
3: guys become aware of this? Um, that's, I mean, that's a good question is probably Shredsky again. Like, cause he, you know, he kind of does, he does his own little version of online analytics I think. Mm-hmm. And, uh, tr- you know, tries to track stuff down and keep track of like what's popping on YouTube. And if people are playing us or comments and stuff like that. And, um, yeah, he probably just Googled it or I don't know if he's got like a, a keyword, a keyword feed in his Google or something like that. But I guess, I guess he just saw that the, the, uh, the review happened. Don't listen to can this you hear me oh, no. now we can hear you What? Now, what do you? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah,
1: I, I think because I got a good reception now. What, what do you, what do
3: you need to interrupt? Feel free me? to join in. <laughs>
1: really? I'm trying to, I want to tell, can I tell
3: the fucking story? Tell the fucking story. Yeah. Tell them, you know, it. you definitely know it better.
1: I was on the, I was, I whispered down the lane. No, but anyway, so I, I attempted to do discord and I didn't know what the fuck discord was, but people were like, you should try discord. So I started you know, pushing our first CD and then this kid, uh, he, he wrote a comment on like one of our YouTube things and he says, what what the fuck? did He, he was like, he was like, this is garbage. This is garbage. What he, he said, this is garbage personified, which made no sense like whatsoever. And then it's recorded
3: uh, music. It's not a person.
1: Yeah. So anyways, what did, what did I say to him? I say, I, I basically called him an asshole you probably I, I, threatened
3: to kill him or something or track. No, him down. I, I,
1: no, but I'm worried that that kid is, is going to threaten to kill us. Like if we ever played a live show, I 100% think he's the kid that's going to come with, with a, a freaking assault rifle to a show because he has a vendetta against us. So if we never, if we never play a live show, which we definitely won't, but, but that's, that's the main reason why. But anyways, yeah. So he, so he started as making a comment on that. I called him an asshole and all this other shit. And then, and then, and then what'd he do? And then he, um, Is that where the
3: beef started? Cause you called him an asshole in a comment section?
1: It was because, and then he was like, basically like saying like your music is garbage and all this stuff. He's like, but best of luck to you. And then tried to be polite in his last comment. You know what I'm saying? And then after that, I think he wrote up like every single review about us. And it's like, I just feel a need to review these guys. Yeah. Well, and that's, and
3: I haven't checked lately, but last time I checked, there was nine reviews on his, you know, little, wh- wh- however blog or whatever it is on there. And uh, six of them were, was our stuff. Right. And it's, it's insane to me that he, you know, like, he's just like, Oh, like, cause it's it's clearly a one-sided beef right like i mean i like i'll obviously i'll talk shit as that was the whole point like because i i needed i needed an outlet to get to talk shit because i was stuck in the house and i was mad at everything around me um and you know like now now i got a target now i got a very singled out target and like some you know i don't know probably like five thousand words that he's written about us like yeah like now like the now now we actually have back and forth beef, but um at the end of the day, like I definitely don't give a fuck um it's just you know it's just something funny it's a uh, like you know Kanye, Kanye west Kanye West style shit like no pub and you know bad publicity is is good publicity um you know is or is better than no publicity whatever however that that saying goes um I was like, yeah, like let's get after him, but um I don't know this guy like tracked down a YouTube video of him playing an out of tune guitar and like really, really went in on them. So I, I, I have to hand that to the, him. That was not, that was not my doing. Um, but once, once it happened, I was right there with, I was like, yeah, let's, let's, let's do this.
1: Well, I, I like to think we made a semi-decent song out of like really crappy riffs that he wrote. You know what I'm saying? That was well, like, and a-
3: that's, that's right. You did that,
0: right? Tell me, explain that. It's, it's for people that don't know about it. Explain what you did
1: what's it called so when i found out who this dude was that that was like ripping on, on us i was just like oh it's this kid and i looked up his youtube video because i saw his youtube video before and what's it called so i took some of the crappy rips that he wrote and i was like well, why don't we write like a legit song out of this one and uh so i just kind of made it like zombie apocalypse style <laughs> and it kind of and it kind of came together and then our other guy he or, or did or, or was it you or, What what's your fake name again Oh my god! Cannonball, cannonball! But and then you you guys got me those sound clips to to put in the uh, in the thing.
3: Oh what from his video or the
1: or the? Guys make like, like little bites or whatever to put in the beginning of the episode. It was like you mad, bro? Oh yeah! Remember that?
3: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I mean that's that's, you know, there, a a lot of people have already done and said funny things. So we try to add them into the songs to keep them extra funny, but also all the lyrics to that song were what he had written in reviews. Nothing, nothing is just little line. Like I pulled little lines out of stuff that he, so technically he wrote the music and the, and the lyrics to that song. Um, but he's, did he review that song? He reviewed that. He wasn't happy about it. He didn't like it.
1: He reviewed that song in another re- within another review. He didn't even like because there was like you know that that release was listed as like a single on that page, and he didn't even review it under there. He reviewed it like under a different EP. It was pretty funny. But anyways, thank you for having me and listen to my gibberish for like.
0: <laughs> Absolutely, thanks for stopping by. Bye, bud. So to me, I mean, that's that's really funny to have to have this beef and to play along and to make the song. That's that's very entertaining.
3: Yeah. And I mean, it's it's like I I don't know, like you you could probably tell from a lot of the songs um, how into hip hop um, and rap uh, stuff that at least I am and like to have someone to beef with and to like, you know, have material to like make fun of them for, um, it's just, that's like a dream come true, man. Um, (laughs) you know, and it's not like another hardcore band that's going to show up somewhere and beat the shit out of us or whatever. So, (laughs) um, you know, like, and like, I mean, we, you know, I've seen, I've seen a video of this kid. I don't think he's got a crew. So, So yeah, so that was, it was, it was it was fun and funny, um, yeah. I mean, at at the end of the day, like I definitely don't care. Um, it's like like I said, it's hilarious to me. I hope I hope that dude that kid's doing good. You know, it was pure entertainment for us for a couple weeks, and not to mention the fact that that song from start to finish was two days of you know got the riff pulled out the lyrics, recorded everything and then had it up on Bandcamp in less than
1: 48 hours. So, um we didn't we didn't necessarily Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss.
3: But it's a kind of thought or uh, or or work into that one. Um, we just, we felt like we need to make that one happen quick um, to keep the beef going.
0: Well, if it would have been too good, it would have been almost respectful. So I think keeping it, keeping it uh loose is uh, is a better way to show the disrespect I think yeah, yeah <laughs> I appreciate I, the delivery
3: that was definitely the idea um that like you know if we don't put thought into it it means you're not important right Yeah. <laughs> so yeah and you know and just well, here's well here's the shit that you said so go fuck yourself.
0: <laughs> you mentioned uh your love for hip-hop. And uh, I think we've already mentioned E-Town Concrete, uh, which, of course, is the earlier, the better. Uh, E-Town is referenced in some of the artwork even. And you eventually did a cover. Tell oh, me yeah. about the significance of E-Town Concrete.
3: Um, I mean, we're all from Jersey. I'm I'm from a little souther Jersey than the other guys. But uh, yeah, no, nah, I mean, E-Town is kind of just the quintessential... I don't, I don't know if it's just, I right time and place situation. Um, but you know, it's like, you know, the first, I mean, I, like I, I, love, I actually love all their shit, but you know, the first couple albums, especially the song hold up is just like, like this is like, these were dudes that I was around, like people, people, you know, it just reminds me of everything about New Jersey and growing up in the nineties and like getting into, you know, hardcore and hip hop and, um, you know, I, I wasn't like super poor or like on food stamps or anything like that. Like he talks about, but, um, you know, we were, we were solidly lower middle-class. So, um, you know, a lot of the stuff he says about, you know, just living, living through some tough, tough shit, uh, you know, kind of like kind of hits hard. And, um, I think he's a, I think he's a lot more, um, eloquent, <laughs> and a lot more uh like you know he he sends he sends a, a lot deeper messages than people give him credit for because they they can't get past um you know some of the other some of the, some of the other stuff but um yeah that's um it's e-town and floor punch are my are my two favorite hardcore bands ever uh um, very new jersey and, up here. yeah i, I don't know what to, i don't know what to do <laughs> about it you know i can't <laughs> it's like if there was i i can't help it um but yeah, what was I, do you remember what the first E-Town
0: cd you got was because i remember mine so i'm cd curious, I'm curious. uh or whatever whatever your first exposure heard, to them the was.
3: first i heard hold up i heard hold up in a bmx video a bmx video Interesting. yeah we, yeah we had like a local crew um i think that's the first time i can remember i probably heard it before that but we had like a local bmx crew and they put hold up in a, in a bmx video um and i was like yeah like i was like this is i was like this is it like this is good this is the this 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 encompasses all of it
0: all in one. I, I think, uh, I know, well, I know my first exposure was the second coming. Okay. And, uh, so that was, yeah, I guess I mean that came out in 2000. So it was probably somewhere a little bit after that, that I came across it and yeah, I was on board from the beginning or from my beginning with them. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
3: And, and yeah, I'm, I'm glad to see their back va- for you. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's it's, <laughs> yes. great, it's great to see them. I mean, we, you know, I would go to all this, you know, I went to all the, like the Valentine's day massacre shows. And when they played outside at the uh Starland with the big, like sounds of the underground or whatever it was called, they played with like black Dahlia murder and behemoth and, um, Aguar fucking played that show. Um, yeah. So like, it's, I've, I've been trying to catch them all throughout. And I, I would go to their, you know, like one yearly, like, you know, s- stay on the map show. And then when they really started getting back into it and playing, this is hardcore and stuff. Um, you know, that that really psyched me up. And as uh I, I would consider myself an old head at this point. Um as an old head, it uh it keeps me going, man. It's it, it's really it's it's really nice to have something that like those see those dudes chugging along and like really putting it in too. Like they don't they don't fuck around on stage, you know. Um, like they, they really, they're really out there to put on a show. So I, I really appreciate it. And then, you know, even writing new stuff and bringing out new stuff now is, is, uh, got me all fired up. (laughs) Good. I, I
0: think it's funny. Uh, you know, it's funny because I don't think people outside of the relative area can really, like, I don't think somebody, I don't know, maybe I'm making it all up in my head, but I feel like I always felt like, uh, we had to defend as East coast people. We had to like defend how good E-Town Concrete is. Still do. Yeah, like still do. But if somebody tells me they don't like them, I'm totally going to understand. But uh, but I don't see why not.
3: Yeah. I mean, like, I I definitely get it. Like, I definitely get why people, especially if not from around here, um, don't like it. Um, You know, especially, uh, you know, the the, some newer generation, you know, Mm -hmm. like definitely wouldn't appreciate it the same way. But um, yeah, no, I like I, I get why you don't like it. But um I just fuck with it, and it's like it's it it's it was important to me growing up. You know, it's like I made friends because of E Town Concrete. You know, so um, like friend, friends that I still got. So it's you know is an important thing, and um, you know, it's it's just one. I, it's one of those things you can't explain. Like you just I I hear it, and and it takes me to a place. You know,
0: when I hear it now, it takes me to Hellfest 2003. I guess it would have been four, maybe the last one in Elizabeth. Okay. In that big in that big indoor soccer field when they were playing, and I just remember them playing "One Life to Live." as As I thought they were over. Is it "One Life to Live"? Is that the right song? Am I getting that right? I don't. I was yeah. definitely not there. I never went to any of those. Ah, uh, yeah. It was. It was One Life to Live. It was. But it, it, it had to be. It was. It was
3: at the time they said their only hometown show ever. Wow. Well, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah yeah because there's, anyway. there's not exactly venues in elizabeth at least none that i'm really i know there's a couple like in linden and stuff like that but i've never heard of a show popping off in elizabeth
0: yeah that makes sense then i'm sure i wonder if it's happened since anyway we don't need to talk all about e-town let's talk more about hot Sun. okay which interestingly both bands are a place or can be said that way <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> I, yeah. I think E-Town, E-Town is a very specific place. A hot zone is somewhere you you know, you can make it hot if you want to. doesn't always have to be. A hot zone can be anywhere. Oh yeah. Worldwide. Is that, tell me <laughs> when I, when I say the
0: name hot zone, when I think of hot zone, I genuinely, here's what I think of. My stepdad had a book called the hot zone when I was growing up, it sat on a shelf. So I feel like it's, and I feel like it's been in my brain for my whole life. And now you're on every episode of the
3: podcast. It was uh, there for so a reason. Fitting. It was there That's for right. a reason. It was a setup. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was that I'll be honest with you. That was a very that was a covid inspired name. Right. Mm. Um, you know, because especially at the at the early in the early stages, we were talking about where the hot zones were and stuff like that. And I was like, I was like, this sounds like a thrash. This sounds like a thrash band name of dudes. who don't care about anything. It's,
0: it's, it's certainly fitting. Um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Shredsky mentioned that you guys will never play a show. You will never play a show.
3: Is that true? Do you stand by that statement? Um, I, we don't have the ability to play a show at this point for sure. I don't, I don't, I don't foresee it. We've never practiced this. We've never, we've never played any of these songs in the same room with each other. So I, I don't see it happening. We might just keep, you know, as long as we feel like it, recording music and putting out CDs, and you know, writing riffs and writing lyrics and shit. But at the moment, we're actually even more geographically separated than we started out. Um, one of one of the homies, Papa, moved. He's he's more than a time zone away now. So yeah, so he's now we're we're, we're very very virtual. That's cool. I, mean, I would I would play it. a show. I'll go. I I don't give a fuck. I'll go out there and fuck it up. But um, <laughs> I just I don't know. I don't think the logistics are. Are going to work anytime soon? Well, tell me about
0: then the um, what's the word I'm looking for? The aesthetic. It's a, that's the word the
3: kids use now. The look <laughs> of Hot Zone. How do, is it? Who's doing the art here? That's a good question. Um, there's there's a little bit of every like the cover art. You mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, Covignorant, please take one short to please we're all uh a homie from a local homie um he's in a band down here it's called sunburster it's a Philly band familiar, um yeah. and then hucklebuck the world that was actually papa drew that um <laughs> the hate the hate zone ep is literally just like fucking old english font and the audi logo um, yeah it looks like an ms paint logo i like it oh uh, yeah that's all me i did that yeah. <laughs> um but i was like i was like yo if we're gonna do it we're gonna do a beatdown. you know three three song beatdown record i was like this is you know this is what the cover is gonna look like um and i think there was like an old old world like record or hoodie yeah, shirt yeah, yeah. that does, had the it audi rings all back to that yeah that had to and um you know a couple of us are big like volkswagen audi dudes so you know it was kind of like a little a little nod to that and then Um, So the Wild Problematic EP, um, which has the E-Town cover on it, which is like we didn't talk about it, but it is a a reggaeton hardcore E-Town cover um, or our best uh, our best attempt at that. Um, I actually commissioned that art from uh, a dude named uh, Frico Rico, who's like he's actually like he's pretty well known. Like if you look him up on Instagram, he did uh, art for action, Bronson, um, animal bike company. Um, he does, he does a lot of drawings. like, you know, he's, he's like a legit like artist uh, out of Atlanta. Um, he does not fuck with us at all. He does not, he did not, you know, we're not, our music is not affiliated with him. He's not affiliated with our music. I'm not. And this, and this is not me saying he's a bad guy. This is me trying to not, you know like put up put our besmirch his name with our with our right, vibes right. um but yeah he was he was real cool about that he drew it up ex- that's exactly what i wanted it to look like i can't tell you like when he sent me that i like i thought I, I was gonna die like i was like this is exactly what i wanted i can't believe how good you did it um and then the last one <laughs> um, so with smile, uh, smiles is the newest one. Um, that's the record that we just dropped a couple weeks ago. We wanted to get something out before the end of 2023 that, that logo. So not the hot zone logo down in the corner, but like yeah. the girl sitting on the smiley face, that's a t-shirt from a strip club in Poughkeepsie, New York. <laughs> How does it end up here? What's the relevance? Um, we, we went to a strip club in Poughkeepsie, New York a long time ago. And we, it. and we left, uh, we left with a t-shirt. I think that's about all we, you know, I left. With. That's about <laughs> all I left with, like probably my, you know, my empty wallet, my cell phone and, and, and they, and they gave us a t-shirt on the way out. Um, it was, it was a good time. It was, we had a good time up there. Do any of these songs on smiles, any of the five songs
0: happen to reference that?
3: No, not, no, definitely not. And not directly. Um I mean there might, there might be some kind of like passing something about just life in general but um it would have been cool if Stuntman's Tornado Fries somehow tied in just based <laughs> yeah. on the- Yeah well I well those song titles so those song titles don't have anything to do with uh with smiles um they're all so letting you in on a little secret here um uh-huh. all those song titles are defunct great adventure rides just kind of mixed together um and we couldn't think of another one. And uh, last time I was there, they didn't sell tornado fries anymore. I was like, yo, tornado fries are defunct. Like, let's throw that shit on there. Um, Cause I was actually, those are my, that was my favorite thing to get at, at six. Flag. you ever have those, you know what I'm talking about? No, no. It's like the spiral potatoes on a stick and then they deep fry them. No, there's a, see, there's no
0: growing up where I did, where I they live. Hershey is so close that there was no uh, need to go anywhere else. You know, for also I'm not an amusement park person, but when you have one like right here, it's like, well, why would I go over to New Jersey of all places? Yeah, when no, I can just to, do that right here. Just go to
3: Dutch Wonderland, call it a day, right?
0: That's even closer, man. You're talking yeah. like backyard now.
3: Yeah. Yeah. You're partying. Go to Dutch Wonderland, <laughs> go to uh what's the uh shady maple? Yeah, oh, you're good out there. Yeah. yeah, you're good out there.
0: Yeah. It's Amish country, um, man. It's got its perks.
3: Yeah, no, I've got I mean, I'm I'm trying to dry out from from the last couple of days, you know, being in Philly, being down, being down there with the mummers and stuff like that. I uh I can I can use a break.
0: I heard uh just the other day, I heard somebody trying to describe the mummers. Can you describe Explain what a mummer is.
3: What a mummer is. I mean, there's a lot of history that that goes into it about like where it actually came from. But nowadays, you know, there's, it's a lot of just kind of like Philly, like local dudes um, or semi local dudes who, you know, put on costumes, you know, the wench brigades are, they technically dress like women, right. Or, or are cross dressers. Some people would say, and uh, you know, Go out there and party and like put on a show for the city. Obviously, I feel you know, the string bands and the and the um the fancies are much more impressive with their uh with their performances. Um, because it you know, they do a lot, they do crazy stuff with um you know, with props and stuff like that. And the string bands go absolutely bananas. I was watching like the Mario Brothers one this year, it was crazy. Um, but yeah, it's just like a bunch of bunch of Philly mostly dudes going out there and like, you know, putting on a show and putting on a parade for new years. There's, there's really, I I don't know of anything else that's really like it like that, where it's all just kind of like local guys, like usually parades, you know, got floats and balloons and stuff like that. And this is just all, you know, people from the city putting on a show. So, you know, they get a little bit of a bad rap because they're, you know, There's some bad apples who have been doing blackface up until like three or four years ago, which, um, is fucking whack and is fucking stupid. And yeah, I mean, even this year there's like some shit, like, you know, some dudes waving a Trump flag or whatever and like getting in a fight with spectators, which is fucking dumb and fucking whack. And, uh, but you know, by and large, it's a lot of, it's just like a lot of people trying to have a lot of fun. Um, I mean, there are some like, newer brigades that are like super inclusive and, you know, like have some more people of color in them and have some more like, you know, punk rockers and, you know, like, uh, you know, I guess you would say like marginalized people maybe, um, who, you know, go out there and, and, and put on a show too. So, um, I, I think it's a lot of fun. I have a lot of fun. If you don't drink and you don't party, you're probably not going to want to be there all day, but the mummers parade is a lot of fun.
0: Yeah. To me, that's what it's always been kind of just like a a roving party. Uh, I'm, I'm in Philadelphia every single week. I drop my daughter off there on, uh, on Sundays, every Sunday, which means unfortunately I have to listen to Mike Quick and Merrill Reese on the radio a lot, which is, (laughs) uh, which is a terrible thing. Do you know who the player Devondre Swift is? Because he doesn't exist, but they've been talking about him all year. I don't uh, anyway, know
3: who, no, not Devondre Swift. No, I don't know him. Oh, it's Devondre <laughs> Swift. Oh, okay. With
0: a TH at the end because they oh. combine Devon, Devontae Smith and DeAndre Swift all
3: the time. I, I'm, well, I'm joking. Clear, of course. Clear, clearly, they're, they're, they're doing wonderful at their job. And yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Real, R- he's really, 81 really? years old. Did you know that? He's 81 Merrill years old. Reese? Yeah. That's, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. Anyway, what I was saying, (laughs) what
0: I was getting to is, so, so, uh, the mummers prayed some years. It just annoys me because I can't get through the fucking city to get where I need. Yeah. It's in the way. That's all. Yeah. So those years, I hate it. Other years. It's totally fine with me this year. It was fine with me.
3: Well, there you go. I'm glad, I'm glad we didn't get in your way this year
0: well i'm glad we could uh cover the mummers for this hot zone interview but it's right, important so-
3: man it's important i mean like i'll be i'll be i'll be completely serious with you the mummers was like a, a formative experience for me too because i i think i you know i think aesthetically or not even aesthetically but like stylistically just going out and having a good time and partying you know and like hanging with the homies um is what's best in life so uh you know that's that's all, that's all that it's about. So um, I think that that spirit carries over into, into what we do a little bit too.
0: That's good. The good way to tie it in. That was very nice. That was like
3: professional. <laughs> You're welcome. That was very good.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, so I was a little worried about Hot Zone there for a while, because like I said before, you had a very prolific output. Uh, it was a lot in a short period of time. And then it was a big old break. I don't think there was anything in 2023 until right here at the end. You made Just, it happen. Wow,
3: yeah. Made what, what, what was the cause of the delay? Uh, the world going back to full operation mm, uh, and just not having, you know, not having the same amount of time to be sitting at home. And, you know, like I can't go down in the basement and scream vocals into a, a laptop uh, in between meetings, you know, like I got to actually go to work and, and our frigging guitarist got has two jobs, which Ooh, one's hopefully, enough. Hopefully neither of those jobs uh, hear me say that. Because I don't know if they, they both know that. But and then yeah, and like I said, Papa moved away. Uh he's he's further away now. So um, you know, and he's doing a different job. I think he travels a lot for it. So, you know, he doesn't always have the same access uh, that we did when we could all just kind of run run to the laptop and and bang something out in and, and, you know, half an hour.
0: Gotcha. Yeah, that makes uh, all that makes a lot more sense then. So this can kind of exist forever as it is. Do you uh, anticipate just doing it until you guys kind of just get bored with it? Or is there like a logical end you see?
3: I mean, sometimes I struggle writing lyrics and, you know, some of my lyrics aren't even that good. Um, So like the fact that I'm struggling to write bad lyrics. But um, (laughs) I mean, this this guy can this guy can just riff all day long Um, and, you know, and edit and and arrange and, and produce all day long. So I'm, as long as they keep sending me tracks, I'm going to keep, I'm going to keep yelling on them, you know? Um, and it just, it just kind of matters what kind of year, what kind of year we're having and, uh, what, what that's going to look like. But I, you know, like you said, logic, it can, it can keep going. So we, uh, you know we had the other two like you know the little like the the beatdown record right is hate zone and then um the like reggaeton uh, hardcore record was wild problematic so you know we got a, we got a couple more of those in the chamber um you know, like a couple of little like stylistic things where we might do a hot zone presents instead of a you know a full hot zone a full hot zone record or more hot zone songs. Um, you know, because like like I said, once we figured out that we can just keep doing this, um, it's like, well, what style do you feel like doing today? Like, what were you listening to today? You know,
0: um, like what's going to you know? I didn't out? I didn't notice that. I didn't notice the now that you say it, I see it right in front of my face. Hot zone presents while problematic, and hot zone presents hate zone. So is that the that's kind of the deal. Everything, all the other hot zone stuff kind of sounds similar, but the present stuff is you guys kind of stepping outside of what you're doing.
3: Yeah. Yeah. That I mean, that's the way, that's kind of the way we think about it. Like it's all under the hot zone umbrella. Um, uh, but these are our, you know, like our little, uh, our little franchises, I guess. I don't know. Like, you know, like step out, do something a little bit different. I mean, if you listen to the hate zone, uh, record like there's you know some growling on it it's mostly you know it's more it's definitely more beat down hardcore like uh you know hate breed bulldoze centric type stuff it's got a um, hate breed cover on it doesn't it sure does yeah. um don't tell jamie uh but uh yeah so i mean you know like it's it's uh when we feel like doing it, doing a little bit different and it's not right in the, you know, the hot zone, um, milieu, then, you know, then we, we, we come up with a different name for it. We come up with a a little bit different, uh, a little bit different vibe for it. I mean, even, even this last record, um, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know who's listened to it or who could tell, but, um, this was supposed to be like a, like a, every time I die, uh, ripoff record. Um, you know, have a little bit, have those like swervy guitars, those wiggly guitars and a little more, um, you know, Southern, Southern rock sensibility, I guess mixed, you know, obviously mixed with like the metal core type stuff and thrashy type stuff. Um, you know, we weren't going to change the name for that though. That was, we figured it was close enough.
0: I love the name hot zone as a good. I, I love it. It's, it's like a ridiculous name, but it's simple and cool. I'm serious. How much I love that name! It's so dumb. Like not yeah. not the name. It's
3: so dumb. How much I love the name is what I'm saying. <laughs> well, I'd, I'll take it either way. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> when, you know what? Two syllables. Bang bang. Like that's it. It's all there is. Oh, I'll never
0: forget it. And I I try to make sure it's said every time I go into the podcast because. Like, uh, anybody who's listened to my shit so far knows that, uh, you guys are the intro music. Um, and also recently completed another intro song for me for the punks and dunks podcast, which I've only shared with a couple people because not a lot of people know that I'm doing that yet. Okay. Um, but it's, it's gone over very well, uh, specifically the Maurice cheeks line. So, uh, whatever oh, yeah. you're doing with the lyrics it's working.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I mean, like I said, um, like we, I mean, we all kind of have a sports background, but you know, I was, I was big in the best. I mean, I can't talk about basketball real good now I can talk about the Sixers a little bit, but um, you know, back in the late eighties and nineties you know, like that was, that was kind of my prime time for sports. And you know, that's where a lot of my references are, you know, are going to come from. So I appreciate that. We, and you know, we, I can't tell you how much we appreciate the fact that you, you know, put it on, you know, put the intro on there um, and shout it out every single time, you know, best band from New Jersey, whatever the fuck. Um, (laughs) Like, you know, it's, it's a, it's very heartwarming to hear, Um, you know, like that's it. And I, that first one, I definitely, you know, lyrics wise, I was like, Oh, this, my man likes wisdom and chains. I was like, I'm gonna give him a little wisdom and chains reference, you know? Um, And then, and then keep it moving. So, um, you know, we're, we're so glad that you liked it. We're so glad you liked the new one. Like, you know, that, that, again, that just fucking hypes us up even more. Um, you know, and just trying to trying to keep it entertaining for the, for the homies. Well, if, if, if not for anything, you got, you
0: got me on your side, you got one fan and I appreciate it. And I'll keep fucking throwing it down people's throats for as long as you let me. So happy to do that again here with this, um, And make sure people know about hot zone, the greatest crossover (laughs) thrash band from New Jersey
3: right now. There it is. There it is. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Well, you know, this motion. You know, like this. Give it the Fiji twist, you see? All right, here's ball number
2: one. (laughs)
0: Well, there you have it that was my conversation with cannonball of hot zone and the song you just heard was the right viper from smiles their brand new ep available now on Bandcamp. i want to thank cannonball and all of hot zone for what they've done for me for what they do for you the opportunity you get every week to hear them open every single episode of getting it out podcast and coming soon the punks and dunks podcast as well more to come on that you'll learn all about that when it is necessary until then hang with me be patient good things are coming. Head on over to gettingitout.net. Check out what else is going on, what else I'm up to. Again, I'd like to suggest and request that you subscribe to the Patreon for just $2 a month. Get early ad-free episodes before the general public. That's a perk, baby. I don't got a whole lot more to add to this one, so we might as well just end it. And you know, I'm going to play a track here to round this thing out. And this one's going to come from War Plague. Do you know who War Plague is? They're a punk band out of Minneapolis. They released their last album in 2022. It's called Manifest Ruination. And this song that I'm going to play for you is the one that starts it off. It's called Vacillation. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye.